Hello, Paul. This is Muffley here. Just busy communing with the trees on a Monday lunchtime. Just a big hello to everybody that listens to the Shy Life podcast. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Paul Chandler, the Shy Yeti. <laughs> He's not that shy. Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's not all that shy is right. Shh. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Hello, campers. How are you? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. Now, this episode, we've got, um, well, we've got somebody who you haven't heard from in a while, but uh, we're going to uh, we're going to catch up with them. And well, there's no point me uh, delaying the the introduction because it's, it's probably mentioned in the title of this episode. But uh, anyway, we've got Ryan here. You know, Ryan from Canada. How are you doing, Ryan? Hello, I'm alive. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, things are just as daft here as they've ever been. But I'll, I'll update you a little bit. But uh, actually, listeners, um, the reason that Ryan's not been around is, is, is a very exciting one. He's been traveling, but uh, I will, um, well, well, we'll talk about that. We'll run the theme music first, though. And when we come back, uh, yes, we'll update you on, 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 on what Ryan's been up to and, and, and We'll update him on what we've been up to. All right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. I don't want Paul now. I'll go anywhere for the This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. So we you be psyched? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Angry John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life Podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. <laughs> So oh, there we are. Ah, oh, we're back. So it's very good to see you again, Ryan. Um, but uh, uh, so you've been um, you've been doing secondments, haven't you? We heard about this. Um, uh, working in different comic shops on different planets. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I've been all over the place. Gosh, yeah. We heard about um, Sap Mercury and um, um, Jupiter, I think. But I'm, I think you went to some other planets too. But uh, I think I was on Pluto as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Gosh, well, you must you must tell us more about that. Well, actually, listeners, um, Brian was just telling me that uh, when he was working in these shops, he he bumped into somebody. But uh, um, well, we'll come to that in a moment. But um, we've got some quizzes and things for you, so we'll, um, we'll, we'll you're very good at those. So, uh, um, oh, I should one of the things I should tell you about is that you, you remember we did that episode where we talked with Jay the Horn Cup, um, and, and and Jay Jay has a, a tarantula called Aragog. Mm-hmm. And um, um, it turns out that Aragog is a she, not a he. That's one thing we only just found out. But it also turns out that Aragog is very good at quizzes. So at some point, uh, we may have to um, get Jay back and have, have Ryan versus Aragog um, uh, see which one of you uh, can beat the other. But uh, I'll be uh, a first. I've, I've never competed against a tarantula before. Yeah, he's very sorry. She is very, very. Um, it's amazing the things that she knows. But uh, um, but anyway, yes. What's been happening here? So, um, uh, Yeti Uncle John went to Shane Jail for about six months after all the awful things he'd been doing. Um, he's out again now and has been for for a little while. But um, yeah, I'm not sure he's learned his lesson exactly. Um, but um, we we. we we now know that he gave you an envelope, didn't he, to look after? Mm. Uh, yeah, and, and, and well, when he came out of shame jail, I think he requested it back from you, and you had to send it from I don't know, whichever planet you were on at the time. And um, yeah, more plans. Um, he, he actually turned turned the um, situation around on the people that had been looking after, well, had put him in shame jail, uh, and um, got them into trouble. So. Um, Still not quite sure whether that was legitimate or whether that was one of your Uncle John's um, uh, sort of little little pranks. But uh, what else has been going on? We, we've had vampires in the area. Uh, one of well, Cromarty. I think you might have met Cromarty. He was going to a yoga class quite lo- quite locally to us, and um, turned out that half of the people in the the group were, were vampires. So we've been dealing with that. You know, so it was definitely night yoga. <laughs> well, I think the vampires around here are a little bit have adapted slightly, which is more scary because um, it was sort of dusk, a lot of it, a dusk, um, and also because it was autumn as well, it was quite, uh, um, but oh, you don't know how difficult it is to get a, a vampire hunter around here. You look in the yellow pages and, and it, it's just not as easy as you'd think, but uh, um, luckily Yeti Uncle John's magpies is, I think, have sort of chased them away. But the thing is, the way I think of it is that they're still out there we just because we've moved them to a different area we still have a responsibility to kind of you know, sort them out more permanently because you know we've moved them to somewhere else and they might be causing trouble with people who don't find it so easy to deal with them i'm kind of used to vampires i'm kind of used to to a certain extent you know our gang we, we kind of know what's a little bit about what's going on but uh, um oh the other thing that happened was that bettina and august got married on valentine's day they went to vegas and it was all a secret and they came back married um and they're sort of on an extended honeymoon at the well they come back for a few weeks and they, they're gone again but uh, um but the good the good thing about it is my flat's a little bit more empty because that now august is living with bettina in her house rather than down in my laboratory but uh, well in property's laboratory yeah, well, there's been loads of other things. Uh, it's, 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 it's not quiet. It's not been. It's not been quiet. But uh, I think before we go any further, we should do a quiz. I think. I think we're going to start you off with a um, a, a quiz about Canada, if it works. So, do you know the answer to this question? When did Canada gain its independence? Was it September the sixteenth, eighteen ten? July the first, eighteen sixty seven? December the 10th, 1898, or August the 15th, 1947? 
1867. Um, oh, that says yes. Correct answer. In the 19th, <laughs> um, in, in the 19th century, the future provinces of Canada began to realise that they needed a united government for the region to prosper. They particularly needed a common defence and a national railroad system to strengthen the region as it grew. Mm. So, well done. Next question. Who was the first Prime Minister of Canada? Was it Robert Borden, John MacDonald, Lester Pearson, or Joe Clark? Uh, do I remember? Borden, MacDonald, Pearson, or Clark? I, I think I can give you a hint if you need a hint. But I'm not sure how obvious the hint's going to be. First Prime Minister was MacDonald? Mm-hmm. So. I believe. Oh, yes, you're all right. You're hey! all right. Hey! John McDonald. Remember my Canadian history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. I say I'm not sure whether we've done quizzes on Canada, but I don't. But this is a completely new quiz, so I don't think we've done. These don't bring familiar to me. But I almost thought with the names of the uh, the prime ministers like that, it reminded me of some of the superhero quizzes we've done, where you know what, what's the real identity of like really 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 obscure superhero. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, John MacDonald served 19 years as the Prime Minister of Canada. He had an initial run from 1867. Um, that's not right. It says until 1973. That means he was 100. I think it must be 1873. Uh, no, just... And then it says he was re-elected in 1978. I think that must be 1878. <laughs> Serving until 1891. Yes, otherwise, there's a lot of time travel going on there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Our first Prime Minister was a Time Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he was a he was the prime minister for a hundred something years, and then he was re-elected in 1978. And went back in time and served until 1891. But ah, clever man! <laughs> See, you you've got real talent, talented people in your country, unlike ours. But uh, what's the final line of the English version of "O Canada"? Is it "O Canada, we stand on guard for thee"? "O Canada, we are here to live and grow." "O Canada, we love our country so," or "O Canada, our time is now to grow." It's two that are quite similar there. <laughs> and now I have to sing Oh Canada in my head because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you sing it to yourself and we'll just uh, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out. Simply <laughs> we stand on guard for the... Uh, stand on guard for the... It is right. <laughs> just, are you sure you're not Aragog in, dis- in disguise or vice versa? Um, there are two versions of Oh Canada, one written in English and one in French, the lyrics for the English version were written by Robert Stanley Weir, a lyricist from Montreal. Actually, there's another version of O Canada now. They just updated the lyrics to change one of the lines. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, What's the only country larger than Canada in terms of land? Is it China, India, United States, or Russia? Uh, I'm going to go with Russia, I think. I think it's Russia. It is Russia. Though Canada, hey, though Canada is the second largest country, it has the largest coastline of any nation in the world. The coastline stretches over 150,000 miles. 100, yeah. I'm just making sure I read that right. An explorer from which European country named Canada? Britain, Spain, Portugal, or France? What was the question again? An explorer from which European country named Canada? Britain, Spain, Portugal, or France? Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> Do you want a hint? I can give you a hint. We haven't tried doing a hint. Um, oh, it says they speak French. Oh, so that's basically Britain or... Eh? 
it says Britain, that means it must be Britain or France. I mean, I guess I mean we can speak French, but <laughs> we not something we generally do. Um, well, it was it was um, Jacques Cartier that uh, named Canada. I just don't remember where he's from. <laughs> well, it seems to have deleted two of the options, so I guess we go with France because because I guess it makes sense. It's a French name. Yeah, it's right. I don't know why it cut it down to two and kept Britain because. We only speak French. I'm sure they can speak French in Portugal and Spain as well if they wanted to. I mean, what a strange hint. Do Canada, you know what Canada means? I do not. I don't think it tells us here, unless that's one of the other, unless that's one of the other questions coming up. But, uh, so, so just to randomly insert information into here, uh, the most likely uh, way he came to the name Canada is from the Iroquois word "Canada," which means village or settlement. So Canada literally just means village. <laughs> it's a very big village. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in a village. It didn't look like Canada. It says that Canada was named by Jacques Cartier, a 16th century French explorer. Cartier fam- famously mapped the Gulf of St. Lawrence and the St. Lawrence River. Okie dokie. Well, I think that um, we'll keep some more of these for the end of the episode. And we have other quizzes. I think that Itty Uncle John wants a word, so we'll just play a little bit of, of, of music, and, and I'll, I'll leave you two to it for, for for a moment or two. And then I think after that, we, we might even put some Sutton Park clips in because we, um, to, give, to give us a little to give us a little um, a break before we, we hear a bit more about your your adventures. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll let you speak to Itty Uncle John. Oh, uh, hello, Ryan. It's it's me. <laughs> Just wanted a quick word. <laughs> just wanted to what thank you. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, I, I just wanted to thank you for you know looking after that uh, uh, that envelope I gave you because uh, well it all came good and and uh, I've got my own back. So, uh, um, but I, I just didn't want to give it to anybody who was like uh, involved with the show on a daily basis because uh, uh, there was a little bit of misunderstanding and people weren't always on my side. But I, I know you always on my side, right? But, uh, um, yeah, so I just wanted to thank you. That's all, and uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll 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 buy you a pint or something, or you know whatever, whatever you want. I'll, I'll take you out for a meal. I don't I don't mind. It's uh, you, you deserve some sort of uh, recompense, I think. So. Well, I appreciate it, but do I ever get to find out what's in the envelope? It kind of had a weird smell to it. Well, that was the uh, that was the photographic paper that I used. It was all a bit homemade, but no, it was it was photos of the the the, the shame inspectors um, who they're they're known for like playing cross doing lots of crossword cryptic crosswords and I, I had some photos of them um, which put them in a bad light let's say uh, you know with cheating and things like that possibly but uh, I mean some people said that maybe I'd, I'd use Photoshop uh, but I, I couldn't possibly comment um, you know the evidence speaks for itself and uh, they, they are currently doing a, a sentence in, in shame jail themselves uh, 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 it's uh, you know no more than what they deserve uh, yes it did smell a bit but that was yeah the paper was a bit I was I, it's one of my thing I was trying to make uh, when I was doing the comics and stuff uh, I had some paper left over and uh, you know well you might remember that the comics smell a bit weird as well but <laughs> anyway, oh, well, hey, just uh, thank you very much. Anyway, I think um, I think Paul wants me to introduce a Sutton Park clip, but we've got no details, so it'll just be a, a Sutton Park clip from the 1990s. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll, Paul will edit it in at this point, I think. And, uh, 
I think he, he, he wants to speak to you again. I'll, I'll speak to you later. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, viewers, hello. Well, more by luck than judgment, I have found my way back to Licky Hills. It's not really the best time to do so. I didn't want to come now. What with Kerry being missing and Horner having those strange visualisations of him being shot. But the mummy, the modern mummy turned up and, as you know, told me that the hook man, the man who killed those people, needs my help. Apparently, the only way he can stop killing is if he is exorcised. And the only way to exorcise him is to take him, reunite him with some of the scenes of his murders so he can face what he did. The mummy has to be here too. I'm supposed to be meeting him. The mummy's going to introduce me to the hook man. I don't know what's happened about this. I really don't understand the whole situation. It's all very confusing. I don't like it one bit. But I've agreed. I was told to come by myself, which was risky. But it seems, it seems that the hook, the hook man wants to rest and can only rest if I help. Oh, Paul, you are here. I must explain. You must do what I say, or Hookman will kill again. I will tell you a story of why he like he is. You must listen. Listen carefully. Well, I've heard the story the mummy has told me. A very sad story. And as I did think at one point from the research, as I suppose I should have realised, it is linked with Sutton Park. Now, the man with the hook, um, I've forgotten his name again. Anyway, um, some 150 years ago, back in the middle of the 19th century, um, he and his family were out on the lake. Um, they travelled, they, they lived in this area, um, around Rednall, this is where we are now. And at that time, to travel all the way to Sutton Coalfield was quite a holiday, quite a long journey. They travelled there and went on a boating trip, a little around one of the ponds. And that's where the problems began. It was once they were in Sutton Park that uh, they went on an ill-fated boating trip around one of the, the lakes. Um, Modern Mummy informed me that I think it's uh, Bracebridge Pool, I'm not sure. One of those pools in the park. Anyway, um, Although the day, although the day that they had started the, they'd gone to the park, um, the hook man and his family um, were on the, the, the lake when a storm blew up. Now the storm got very fierce and so did the water and unfortunately the boat overturned. The hook man, I wish I could remember his name, uh, the family drowned. Hookman was the only one to survive. His wife and two children, aged three and six, they, uh, they all died. It was about this time that the Hookman returned to his own, soon after, he returned to his own home place, and strange things began to happen. Very strange things. What I, what I haven't mentioned so far is that in the boating disaster in Sutton Park, the hook man lost his hand. He caught it under a, a underwater something in the rocks, and he, he damaged his hand anyway. And it was replaced with a hook. 
Anyway, as I said, he returned to the area, Rednall, and his relatives, his remaining relatives, noticed a change in his personality. He was distant and acted strangely. It was one day, hmm, summer of 1873, that the young girl was murdered up here. The relatives instantly suspected him. The hookman had become mindless by this time. Although he'd go into spits and then one day, the other day she'd be fine. But even his relatives suspected that he was the source of the killing. He had done the killing up on Licky Hills. So soon after they moved, they moved away from Licky Hills, they moved away from Rednall. They moved to Shrewsbury, which is where I've got to go now. They moved to Shrewsbury, and that's when more murders happened. <sighs> Hello. So now we're in Shrewsbury, where the story continues. As I said, after that uh, murder in uh, uh, Licky Hills, around Red North, the hookman. I've got to check his name up and get it properly out so I can refer to him properly, I'm sorry. Um, Horner's got it pinned down somewhere. Anyway, soon after that mysterious death, the family moved to Shrewsbury. They didn't last very long. Um, the hookman's mental state deteriorated. He ended up killing his parents, who were then quite old. He also killed his nephew and uh, an uncle, an aunt, and a cousin. He then disappeared and wasn't seen for another 20 years, so there's various other murders that could have happened around the area. Which leads us to the murders in George Road by our lake. The deaths continued. However, things were not simply normal. The hook man, as well as being driven insane by the death of his wife in the park, the hookman's appearance, let's just say basically the waters of Sutton Park gave him an extended life period, made him as good as a mortal. The waters of Sutton Park had basically preserved the hookman's appearance, so not only was he theoretically mad, practically mad, he was also not getting older. Hmm. Yes. I apologise for that little interruption. <laughs> anyway. So Shrewsbury was the, the next scene of the crime, as it were, back to Birmingham. Of course it was at the lakes in uh, George Road where the worst things happened. The hook man was now independent. It was now near the early 20th century. Things were happening. Murderous things. The hook man had learned to suppress his insanity by this point. However, he had not been able to suppress his urge to kill. He had become aware of his extended life period, 
given to him by Sutton Park. He found that by killing, he could rest. He would be satisfied for a period of five years, maybe ten, but then he would need to do it again and again. And he just wasn't getting any older. And so we get back to here, where the various deaths occurred by the ponds, over, by the lake, over the next few years. The hookman, Mr. Cipher, I've found the name. Um, he lived in his house when it was, well, when it was one house, well, it was when the two houses were smashed together into one, originally. And um, the story is up to date with the various killings, the latest one being 1990. Um, obviously, various other killings during that time and over the past hundred or so years have been attributed to Mr. Cipher, the hookman. Whether or not he did them or not is, is unsure. What I am sure of is that the modern mummy says that we've got to return to Sutton Park with Mr. Cipher. He needs to relive that day when his wife drowned. I have got to witness it. I've got to feel what he felt. Apparently, that's the only way that he can rest. By sharing his pain and he's chosen me. I don't know why. I don't know why he's chosen me. But he has. So I must go. If the hookman does not rest, he'll simply kill again. We can't have that. I've never killed someone before who actually wanted to be killed. Usually when we kill people, evil people, it's because they're, they're evil and we have to kill them. Otherwise we die ourselves. I've never actually killed someone who's asked to be killed. We must go to the park, relive the events of those days, and then when he is weakest, we must kill him. It should work. So the maudlin mummy says should work out that then, once he has relived those events, he'll be weak and he will die and not return. He'll rest in peace. Horno is going to do the killing. I couldn't do it. I am there as a, a spirit, a, a medium, because my mind is particularly open to Southern Park. At least that's what I've been told. It's all rather confusing, Paul. But, um, from what you told me, it'll need a powerful weapon. And this little device is the most powerful thing we have. Um, I'm not keen on using it, but um, in the circumstances, there's still no sign of Kerry. And I'm still having those flashbacks about him being killed and shot with this gun. So I, even though we, we have no proof that that has happened or will happen or or what, it is the only device we have which will be strong enough to uh, give the hook man his well-deserved death. It's time, time to finish off unfinished business. And so, in Sutton Park, 
the exorcism is about to begin. Well, we're near the lake where the drowning happened. Any minute I'm going to be rel reliving what happened. I shall see what the hook man saw. Paul, are you ready to relive the past? Yes, one I am. Have you got the weapon? Yes, Paul. He's here. He's waiting for you. It's time, Paul. Time. I'm ready. Ryan, I hope, I hope your Uncle John uh, didn't say anything outrageous or, or, or I hope he was uh, well behaved. But, Nothing uh, too outrageous, though I did just learn that I was apparently accessory to blackmail. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Shy Life Podcast. It's. Uh, <laughs> You don't get, you don't get, uh, you don't, you know, not many podcasts where you find yourself an accessory to black man, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, uh, it actually pushes, pushes us up the, uh, Apple, Apple podcast list. But, uh, <laughs> that's one of those things that's highly regarded. Um, uh, anyway, um, we, we will have another word in a minute because if uncle John comes up in conversation, uh, in a conversation we're going to have um, in a moment, but I think um, we ought to do um, we ought to do a, 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 another quiz. Now I've got I've got what have I got? I've got I've got the hardest Batman quiz you'll ever do. Are you up, are you up for that? Do you think? Oh, this is actually going to be hard because I don't particularly like Batman. So I don't yeah. know. What I'm done, but I'm uh, ready. I was um, clicking on. Um, I, I think it's probably because there's this new film out. Um, there were lots of people getting cross. I think Amazon Prime had put a, a picture up of all of the different Batmans and said, which is your favourite, but they hadn't included Adam West. And lots of um, people were like kind of really cross about it. So I, was, I, I thought I'd, I'd add to the, uh, I'd, I'd add to it. And I'd like all the, uh, as many posts as I could that's, that, that uh, you know, people my age, you know, we like Adam West. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even though it was old when I was a kid, but, you know, you know we still think of, of Batman as, you know, it's best when it's being very silly, not when it's being ultra serious. But there we go. I like Ben Affleck as Batman, but apparently that's uh, that's not a good opinion these days. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so let's see. Looking to test your knowledge of Gotham City's most famous caped cru crusader, then take this fiendishly difficult superhero quiz. This is from the Beano, though the the which is a kids magazine. So maybe it's only difficult for kids, or maybe it isn't. <laughs> we'll see. In the Dark Knight, where in Asia does Batman visit? Is it Beijing, Hong Kong, Seoul, or Tashkent? Probably not how you pronounce that. The Dark Knight? Hmm, apparently. I'm going to say Beijing, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Okay. Oh, I think we... I, I guess we have to do the 10 questions and it'll tell us at the end. Which of these is a nickname for the Batmobile? The Tickler, the Chuckler, the Tumbler, or the Grumbler? The Tumblr. What bird was the penguin's car shaped like in Batman Returns? A pigeon, a coot, a peacock, or a duck? It was a duck, I believe. Um, I just, watched those yeah. Which Batman villain got their very own movie first? The Joker, the Penguin, Catwoman, or Harley Quinn? Catwoman. Um, what's the penguin's real name? Oswald Cobblepot, Alfred Pennyworth, Bruce Wayne, or... Pengy McPengerton. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I could get that one, I don't... I kind of want to be Pengy McPengerton. Uh, <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot. Yes, the one I would have gone for, only because the other ones are ludicrous. Which Star Wars character was also the voice of Batman in a few of the cartoon series? Ray, says R-E-Y, Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca, or Mace Windu? 
did he do Batman? I know he did the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with Luke Skywalker, but I can't. I can't 100 remember if he did that. He was the voice of Joker for as long mm-hmm. as I can remember. He's the voice of Joker. Um, what was Mr. Freeze originally called in the comics? Mr. Cold, Mr. Chilly, Mr. Frozy, or Mr. Zero? Oh, I was just looking at his first appearance the other day. I think it's Mr. Cold. Mr. Cold. Okay. Um, in the comics, I'm really angry. <laughs> <laughs> in the comics, Robin is, is particularly good at what? Speaking languages, baking cakes, running really fast, or dressing smartly. <laughs> <laughs> Which Robin? <laughs> oh, exactly, yes. In the uh, comics, it is, but there's loads in the comics as well. There's like five Robins. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you have to go for the, the earliest one. because it's. It, uh, what, were, what were the answers again? Um, speaking languages, baking cakes, running really fast, or dressing smartly. Let's go with speaking languages. Seems like the most obvious. Uh, in the Dark Knight, Batman's voice is really what? Squeaky, gravelly, lilting, or slurpy. <laughs> terrible. That's what it is. It's terrible. <laughs> gravelly. Yeah. Um, the last question. Who is Batman's smartest enemy? The Riddler, the Joker, the Penguin, Mr. Freeze? Sure they Brainiac. Uh, I mean, almost all of those are scientists in some way, shape, or form, but I'm going to assume they want the Riddler. So Mr. Freeze is like a cryogenics professor <laughs> but he's also pretty smart should we go for riddler though yeah let's go with the riddler okay oh you have got um eight out of ten um it says great work you're a batman expert this was a tricky quiz it does rid- so <laughs> yes it does it does test the answers so um it was hong kong that um batman went to in the dark night which that was a difficult one. Was the tumbler the car? It was the duck, yeah. the other car. Um, it was Catwoman who had her first had a movie. Uh, it was Oswald Cobblepot. Oswald Cobblepot. It was Luke Skywalker. Apparently, it wasn't Mister Cold. It was Mister Zero. Mister oh. um, Freeze is original name. Original name. Uh, Robin is good at speaking languages, and the Dark Knight did have a gravelly voice, and the Riddler is considered the most smartest enemy. I think the ones that, um, certainly that one about the Asia was, was a little bit weird, is Hello again, listeners, it's me, Cuthbert the Robot. Before we move on to the next section of the show, we have some more new music for you from our good friend Muffly on tour. His latest track is called Cosmos, and we think you're going to enjoy it. Thank you, Muffly, for allowing us to debut your new music on the Shy Life podcast. Listeners, have a listen to the new tunes now, and afterwards we will return to Paul and Ryan.
Um, I wanted to tell the listeners, uh, just relating a conversation that you and I had earlier, about when you were, um, you know, working on the different planets. So you were saying how much you enjoyed and how different it was working um, on the different planets and how different each of the stores were. But um, uh, you bumped into somebody, didn't you, in, on three of the planets? Um, and I just wanted to um, share with uh, the listeners um, what, what had occurred. But uh, um, so the, the person was Yeti Uncle John, of course, and uh, and he was selling. Um, he was trying to <laughs> to sell his comics um, that he's still got so many of. But uh, I think the first planet you bumped into him was on Jupiter. I think it went something like this. Oh, yes. I really like coming into comic shops in Jupiter. Uh, it's very nice of Ike to lend me his little shuttlecraft. And, uh, oh, there's the gentleman at the, the desk. Oh, oh, see if I can get rid of some of these comics. Um, uh, good, good, good afternoon, um, fine sir. Uh, uh, my name is Yeti Uncle John. I, I just wanted to introduce myself. Uh, uh, I, 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 I want... I thought I might be able to push some business your way. What can I do for you, Yeti Uncle John? Oh, oh, goodness. Uh, Ryan, what are you doing here? Uh, I, I didn't expect to see you on Jupiter. I thought you worked in Canada. <laughs> I can't say I ever expect to see you anywhere, but I keep running into you. Well, uh, I'm just traveling from shop to shop, experiencing different things across different planets. Oh, seeing oh, how oh, I go. Oh, what can oh, I do for you? Oh, oh well, seeing I've been in shame jail for a while, and, and now I'm out, and uh, and and I've tried to get rid of some of them comics, and I just wondered if uh, I didn't expect to see you. I, I thought I might better convince somebody to, that you know uh, you wouldn't be interested. I, I don't suppose it's probably too much to expect uh, that. that uh, you know, I've got some lovely uh, uh, She-Hulk um, in in a, in a lovely peach colour. Um, you know, and, 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 and I mean, everybody's very peach, but uh, the She-Hulk is excessively peachy. I mean, just the actual colour she is. Um, but um, uh, would you be interested? I feel like She-Hulk and Peach is just looks like Big Parda. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Random thought. Uh, I don't know if I'd be interested. She-Hulk isn't really She-Hulk if she's not, you know, green. No, or well, grey, just grey too. Well, well, um, well, it's lovely bumping into you, but uh, I suppose I, I've, I've got, I've got to try some other shops. Uh, well, well, you're a credit to your, um, you're a credit to your, your boss. Uh, I saw him when I came in. He has three heads. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's probably quite useful when it comes to shoplifting. If you've got a boss with three heads, keep an eye out around the shop, can't they? Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, high on every corner of the building. Yeah, I hope he's I hope he's treating you well. Yeah. Well, um, I'll uh, I better be going. It's, it's, it's good to see you again. I, I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And um, so, yes, Brian, that was the first time you bumped into him on Jupiter. But um, um, the second time you saw him, when you were working on Mercury. He, he turned up in disguise, and um, <laughs> and, and he he, uh, he 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 was dressed um, like 
like Batman, um, but not the the Batman that that we would think of, because his um, his suit was uh, well, his suit was sort of polka dot. But uh, um, anyway, I think it went a bit like this from what you told me. Hello, I, I, I am the Dark Knight. Uh, well, um, I was just wondering if uh, uh, you might be interested in me doing appearances at your shop, good sir. Good sir. And just what Dark Knight are you? Um, I'm the polka dot Dark Knight. It's uh, uh, You probably don't know this, but on Earth, we're a bit uh, further ahead in this series of Batman and Batman's trying he's given up being like a crime fighter and he's uh, decided to be a children's entertainer and uh, this is the costume that I am wearing Uh, and I'll be happy to provide you with uh, uh, similar suits to sell but I'm also happy to to sign because I I am the actor who plays him in the film yes well I've heard of Batman being in like all the colours of the rainbow but Polkadot's is new Yes, can, you, can you tell me exactly what issue he wears this polka dot? Polka dot. Uh, well, this is in a movie, a little scene movie, because it's very new. Um, it, it, but obviously, there will be comics coming out soon too. Um, but uh, uh, yes, it, it, it's Batman, the children's entertainer, dark, the dark children's entertainer. Well, polka dot, the children's entertainer. Yes. Is it part of the Batman Scooby Doo crossover? Uh, yeah, yes, if you put, yes, if you want it to be, yes, it is, yes. <coughs> so this, oh, this mask is so hot. I'm gonna have to take it off. Oh, look, sorry, Ryan, it's me again, Yeti Uncle John. Why are you working in every single shop I walk into? I just try to get rid of this suit. I just, it's, I, I, I asked for them to be properly made, and they turned up like all covered in polka dots and I can't get rid of them. <laughs> Maybe next time you should order them from DC Comics instead of some random back alley? Maybe. I just thought that perhaps the people of Mercury wouldn't be so... You know, I didn't expect to see you here. Um, I thought they, that I might be able to convince them about this new... new um, uh, sort of... Yeah, uh, I mean, they have the internet here as well, so I don't know how far you would have got. Yeah. I'm sorry, I feel ashamed. I feel ashamed, but not that ashamed. I think I might go and see you. You're not going to work on, on Venus this week, are you? I'm going to have a look. I go there. Not that I'm aware of, but I guess we'll see. I mm. think I'm just fated to run into you on every store that I work at. Oh, well, you know, if we're drawn together like things that are drawn together yes oh, I better go <laughs> nice seeing you Ryan nice, nice seeing you nice <laughs> you too good luck yaddy Uncle John thank you thank you thank you yes. so yeah what was he up to um, he doesn't he doesn't change I mean you'd think having just come out of uh, shame jail that, that he'd be a bit more careful but then you met him a third time on Saturn, and um, that wasn't that wasn't much better from what you were telling me. But uh, and um, he this time he he was dressed as um, I'm not sure what he was dressed as, but um, anyway, 
so let's have a let's have a listen and see what happened. Rawr. Rawr. I am the beastling. Uh, uh, yes, I'm the beastling. Uh, yes. Uh, hello, Mister uh, uh, Comic Book Salesman Shopman. Uh, I am the beastling. I am the actual Beastling, the real Beastling that the film The Beastling was based on. I'm looking for a job. Yes. Hi, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, oh, Ryan, I can't believe you're here. (laughs) I can't believe you're here. I just, I just thought that, you know, I I was just going from the, the, you know, the aspect that, you know, all of these the creatures and, and things in, in, in superhero movies, you know, some of them are actually real, and they have to they have to pay their way and pay bills. And you know, when they're not making films, they still have to get a job. But uh, I mean, it worked for about two days uh, on Uranus, but uh, uh, but that's only because um, I said I was the Invisible Man, and then I didn't show up after that. Um, oh, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. <laughs> I'm still enjoying my visit from shop to shop. Uh, oh, well. I see that we are continuing to be fated to run into each other. I apologize. No, it's all right. I'm giving up after this. I'm going back to Earth. I, I, I can't leave. I can't leave uh, Ick for long. He's. Oh, I, I don't know if uh, he, you you knew, but Ick uh, he had a baby around the same time as uh, as I was let out of Shane Jail. Except that. Um, well, the the baby Ick is kind of like like Ick, but with a a, a villainous moustache and, and a, an obsession for horror movies. And uh, you know, we're, we're a little bit uh, unnerved by him. But anyway, I don't like leaving Ick for too long. But, oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, um, well, I'm you know, next time you're back on Earth, do do let us know, and uh, we'll have to all meet up. It'll be it'll be lovely. Yes. It will be. It has been ages since I've seen one of you. Yeah, oh, we miss you. We miss you. Oh, dear. Well, I better go. Oh, dear. I've got much petrol. I hope I can get back to Earth. Oh, I don't want to be stranded, do I? Oh, dear, oh, dear. So, um, wow, I'm, I'm glad it was only the three times you bumped into him. Um, uh, I mean, I don't even know when he nipped off and did this. It must have been between episodes or something. Um, he managed to do it without us finding out until now, anyway. But uh, he really gets around very quickly. Yeah, apparently. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the like the Beach Boys, he gets around, round, gets around, <laughs> round. round. Um, anyway, we're going to have another quiz in a moment. Um, but I think before we do, we'll play another Southern Park clip, and um, uh, this is. Uh, um, from the 1990s, bizarrely, but there you go. Right, uh, let's have a listen. Quick! Horner, shoot him now! Horner! Quick! <laughs> it won't work! Horner, it won't work! Quick, Horner! Quick! Fire, damn you! (laughs) 
Allah. 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 It's gone. It's... Horner, is it over? Is he gone? Did you kill him? Is he at peace? Yes, Paul, I think he may be. I think we've done it. That's it then. The end of the story. No more killing. We did it, viewers. I really can't believe it. It, it was so vivid. I kept seeing the drowning, the hook man, the, the, when the boat sank and, and the, there was so much panic and fear and, and everyone was drowning. It was awful. It was really awful but at least he can rest in peace now and not kill anymore. He's truly gone. Truly at peace. I felt it too, Paul. I felt it too. Let's hope he is at peace. We must return at some point to those licky hills, to where he came from. If he has, if he is laid at peace, we should be able to feel it. The other spirits, the ones that he killed at the lake, and up at Licky, and at the various other places, their spirits now too, they should rest. We should better sense that. Then that's something we must do then. We'll, 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 we'll do that. But right now I just want to go home and forget about the whole thing. Come on, Horner, let's go home. Ah, viewers, um, hello. Uh, things have moved on a bit since I last saw you in the park. I've recovered from that awful business. Some good news, hopefully. Got back last night, found a message under the door from, from Kerry. Um, I suppose we're meeting him about, well, it's about five minutes' time out by the lake. Um, obviously, some developments in you know, events. Um, at least that should keep stop Horner worrying as well. Right, I better go. At last, fucking freezing out here, you know. I've been waiting for ages. Oh. Well, at least you made it, I suppose. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm... What have you been doing then? Well, after all that fucking shit up at Nottingham, it's not safe around here. I've had to go into hiding. Hmm. I've been living out of a suitcase anywhere I could fucking doss. Just to get away from this place. It's fucking dangerous coming back here. We're gonna have to meet somewhere else, you know, not just here. Have you been getting on with any sort of, you know, I've research? Been, I've, I've, yeah, I've got, I've, I think I'm developing some form of relationship with this bloke in the police force. He's gonna get me inside that base up there. He's not happy about this. He, he's, he feels like he's being needled out of the local force around here. And it's all because of that, that the centre of power up here has shifted because of that fucking base. And he's, he's going to try and get, get me in and see if we can sort something out up there. And I'll get some more information because of that. 
but you know it's not safe. The Horner may be able to help you with stuff, but I, I can't actually. I'm not going to be able to help you for the next couple of weeks. I've, I've got to get back to Salisbury. Good, um, good. I don't want you around here fucking hindering me anymore. <laughs> and it's not safe for you up in it here at the moment. It's not safe for you. So it's good that you're out of the way. Well, I will be coming back in That's April next month. Well, I mean, uh, by that time, events might have got to a stage where I might, might need some help then. Well, don't leave us out of it. I mean, we're fighting our own battle here. We've got to stick together and keep our forces. I know, but there's times when you need to work on your own and there's times right, when well. you need support. Okay, well, shall we? We better... Yeah, it's time to go. Right. Okay. I'll contact you again in a couple of weeks when you're back. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hiya. Forgive my bedraggled look. It's early morning. Yes. Um, as I think I... You may have heard yesterday. Um, it's nearly Easter. Nearly Easter holidays. So, we've got a few days here then we'll be going back. Um, got to sort a few things out. Like, who's going to stay here? Um, Arnold's up there. And, uh, yeah, Arnold... Arnold is, um, he's going to stay here, but I haven't worked out how else he's going to stay. Ben, Ben will probably stay too. <sighs> anyway, we're very glad that Kevy's alright. Um, hopefully it should stop some of Horner's nightmares. Because they've been getting pretty nasty. Horner, you're quite pleased, aren't you? Horner? Oh, oh yes, very, very pleased. Yeah, very, very pleased. Yes, I was quite worried about Kerry. I did think that something nasty might have happened to him. But it, it looks like um, thing, nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about at all. Yes, very good. Nothing to worry about at all. Is there Clive? Clive? Exactly. Yes. Okay, let's shut up. Oh yes. Busily poisoning geese in the park. <sighs> My plans have not worked out quite as well as I hoped. The plants, I, the seeds, have not yet grown. I shall have to do my best at killing Paul over the Easter holiday. And if I fail, by the time he returns... By the time he returns, the plants will be sucking all the oxygen out of the room and kill him. <laughs> well, I hope they will anyway. That dratted bomb attempt by that Gavin and George did not work. Somebody's got to get rid of him. You may as well be me. <sighs> oh well, Horner. We'll be back soon. <laughs> yes. Back soon. For one last final attempt at destroying the evil of the park. We haven't got long, Paul. We'll do our best. We've really got to do our best. Before time runs out. And we're back. Right, um, I've got a quiz for you, which is, well, we can kind of, we can kind of choose to a certain extent the subject, but we're using the, the, the site that we've used before, and sometimes when you pick a subject, it's not quite what you think it's going to be. Like, well, I've done, like, history quizzes with people, and you've got, like, the history of ballet, um, which is not what we were thinking, but, um, uh, what can I give you? You can choose, do you want art, astronomy, biology, commerce, entertainment, fashion, film, food and drink, football, games, geography, 
general knowledge, history, literature, mathematics, blimey, medicine, music, nature, Olympics, politics, religion, science, sport, television, theatre, or words. <laughs> uh, all of those. Let's go with dealer's choice. Whatever, whatever you see or feel is most interesting. I'll probably be equally bad at most of them. Uh, we've, what have we done? We've done art before. Mm. Art we've done. How about, uh, um, what about films? I'm uh, trying to think, because at least with films, most films are kind of shown everywhere, whereas TV programs can be a bit linked to, you know, can be quite different what we have over here compared mm. to what we have over there. So, well, let's do uh, films then. Yeah, films are good. Films. I like films. Let's do films and ooh, I'll, just pay, I'll say any difficulty. So you might get an easy one, you might get a hard one. What I might do is give you the answer immediately rather than, I want to obviously you have to give me the answer that I can confirm it rather than waiting to the end. But uh, um, let's do, do 15 questions. Okay, question one. Who starred as Lieutenant Danny Roman in the 1998 film The Negotiator? Samuel Jackson? Yes. Yes, Samuel L. Jackson. Well done. Um, question two. Sir Ector, Sir Kay, and Archimedes the Owl are all characters in which Disney film? Archimedes, that's... Uh, was it Sword in the Stone? Yep, the sword in the stone is right. I'm sure you're. I'm sure it's Aragog. He's, he's, you are Aragog. <laughs> Either he is you, or you is he, or she is. He. Oh, anyway. Um, that are sitting beside me here, just feeding yeah, answers. giving the answers. Yeah. Um, what question three? What part of Woody is ripped off in Toy Story two, forcing Andy to leave him behind? Uh, his foot, his arm, his leg, his head. His arm. Isn't it? Absolutely. It's so long since I've watched that. Yeah. Uh, question four. Who played Heinrich Himmler in the 1976 film The Eagle Has Landed? Oh, I... That I won't know. You got me there. The answer is Donald Pleasance. If um, if it had been almost any other... I don't, I don't even know he was in that. I know a lot of Donald Pleasant films, mainly the horror ones, but... Uh, no, I didn't know he was in The Eagle of Landed. Okay, question five. The Spectre organization first featured in which James Bond film? Thunderball, isn't it? According to this, Thunderball 1961? According to this, it's Dr. No, um, which actually I think you've got the year. The year it, uh, That is more like the right year, but not the right name, not the right film. Question six. Which 1975 film features the character Frankenfurter? <laughs> I wonder what this could be. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is. Um, question seven. Who played Lieutenant Colonel Nicholson in the 1957 film The Bridge on the River Kwai? Oh, I've never seen that. That I won't know. The answer is Alec Guinness. Question eight. Who played the title role in the 1980 film American Gigolo? Uh... uh Richard, Richard Gear. Yep. Uh, what is the name of Woody's owner in Toy Story? Stephen, David, Bruce, or Andy? <laughs> they only told us, what, three questions ago? It was Andy. Uh, yes, they did, didn't they? <laughs> um, question 10. Who played Margot Channing in the 1950 film All About Eve? That's a very long time ago. 
Betty Betty Davis. That's right. Yep. Um, what is the subtitle of the 1984 film Star Trek Three? <laughs> oh, I just watched this. Uh, Star Trek Three. Three is search for Spock. Yep. Um, question twelve: Who played Dudley Moore's Butler in the 1981 film Arthur? Oh, I don't remember that one. Uh, John Gilgood. Um, who directed and starred in the 1968 film The Green Berets? Uh, the director is John Wayne. Yep. So John Wayne. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question 14. On which fictional planet was Superman born? Krypton. And the last question. When You Wish Upon a Star is an Oscar-winning song from which animated movie? Pinocchio, uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, or The Lion King? Uh... Pinocchio, wasn't it? Yeah, Pinocchio. That's right. You've got 11 out of 15. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> some of those, yeah, some of those ones I just, I, I wouldn't have known either. Um, now, well, that's, that's good. Now, um, I guess we're coming a little bit towards the end of the, the show, but uh, as I say, it's, it's been very nice uh, catching up. In, and so you, you, you're based back in, in, in Canada for now, or, or do you think you'll be going up? What, you know, do you think you've got the taste for travel and, and working in comic book shops in space is something you'd like to do again? Absolutely. Anytime I get to travel, I will 100% take it, especially yeah. since the city that I live in is currently buried under like a meter and a half of snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think that um, coming on the Charlotte podcast is what gave you the, that little sort of, uh, you know, that, that, that uh, you know, at least an experience of space, which may, may have led to you enjoying doing what you've been doing recently. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, um, before we go, I, I want to finish with a bit more Canadian quizzes at the end. But uh, I, I think that, um, uh, that that Uncle John wants to have just one more word before before. So I'll I'll, I'll let him, I'll let him come and say um, uh, hello before we have to say goodbye. But, uh, I just put a little bit of music on. Then um, when we've done that, he'll be here. Ryan, um, um, just wanted to have a quick word before we uh, had to say goodbye. Um, you know, um, when when you you know go to space next time, uh, is there any chance you could like email me your, um, your sort of work plan, your, your sort of schedule, so I know which planets to avoid? Because um, you know it's, it's it's quite difficult to to you know. I, how, having you as a as, as somebody working at the, the shop, it, it's 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 difficult for me because you're too clever and and, and I'm, you know, you know, keep keep me in touch, won't you? You know, let let, let me know what's going on. I I don't. I'm sorry, Yeti John, but I don't have uh, a plan to really give you. I usually oh. find out like 24 hours beforehand what shop I'm going to next. Oh well. You know, you can always text me, and uh, I can always change course. But, uh, but um, well, anyway, what I really wanted to ask you, uh, I just wanted—I mean, can I ask you another favour? Just, just, just one more favour. It won't involve blackmail. I mean, not that you were actually—you were just looking after something for me. Um, I, I, I promise you, uh, I'm going to ask you for something that that, that won't compromise you at all. I just, uh, I just, I just. Uh, <laughs> Please do as me long a favor. as it's not something that I can go to jail for. <laughs> <laughs>
oh no 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 you can't no uh, uh, but anyway um just just come over here I, I don't want the listeners to hear so um it, 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 it's uh, a bit uh, sensitive but uh, uh, anyway um uh, well comedy no um it, it's it's uh, uh i'm glad you showed up because um uh, it's nearly the end of the episode and and uh, i think you know Brian would probably want like to say hello Oh yes, yes, absolutely. It, I, I, I'm sorry, I missed him. I didn't realise he was coming today. Yes, well, Yeti Uncle John has been, uh, um, you know, getting in the in the way, and uh, we've been telling the listeners about uh, how uh, Ryan and um, Yeti Uncle John kept bumping into each other in space. Yes, I know. I, I didn't even realise he'd gone to space. I guess um, he and uh, Ick had an arrangement. I believe so. Oh, here he comes. Uh, Ryan, uh, everything okay? Yes, everything is perfectly fine. What's up? No, no, I, I just, I was just, I'm just hoping that your Uncle John wasn't getting you involved in anything too uh, um, mischievous. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to say um, thank you for joining us, and um, it's been lovely catching up with you. And uh, um, we will have to do this again soon. And uh, um, and again, maybe we'll get Jay back and and uh, and uh, get Aragog here as well and see see which of you, uh, you know. Um, you know, well, I mean, you could even be on the same team. We could probably do another, um, you know, a quiz league with. It could be you and Aragog and and Cromartini and Uncle John. I don't think that's fair. Maybe it should be Aragog and um, Aragog and um, Yeti Uncle John and me and Ryan. I don't know. Well, I don't think do that I could do. Could yeah. do Jay and Aragog, and I could do me with. Charlie, the, the living room chicken that I've got here beside me. Oh, well, he says that he's good at uh, business, but I don't really believe him. He has very questionable eyes. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it makes a good point, um, Cromarty. Uh, probably does need to be um, human and creature. Not, and you're not a... Well, you are human, but anyway. I, I know what you mean, Paul. Yes, you're probably right. Anyway, listeners, that's what we've got time for. So we will be doing a few more questions at the uh, after the the end theme. But uh, yeah, well, thanks again, Ryan, and uh, um, and, and thanks uh, to the listeners for listening. And uh, we'll be back again soon. Okay, bye bye for now. Bye. Goodbye. 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 questions um which of these hockey players is from canada alexander ovekin ovekin oh, yeah wayne gretzky theachev levetisov uh, or igor larionov uh, ovekin is the one name that i know so i'm gonna go with ovekin
<laughs> uh, oh yeah, right. Oh, uh, it's not. It's Wayne Gretzky, um, known as the Great One. Wayne Gretzky is regarded as the greatest hockey player of all time, playing in the NHL for twenty seasons. Gretzky holds numerous records, including most career goals and assists. Um, Canada? I guess so. Um, where's the wrestler Bret Hart from? Calgary, Ottawa, Toronto, or Winnipeg? Bret Hart. Well, he's not from Winnipeg. Uh, Bret Hart is from... I go with Calgary, probably? Uh, you're right. Bret Hart spent most of his professional wrestling career competing in the WWE. He led the promotion after former stars like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage went elsewhere. Um, um, according to folklore, what is the name of the lake monster that lives in Okan- Okanagan Lake? Loch Ness Monster, oh. <laughs> uh, Loch Ness Monster, Leviathan, Ogopogo, or Morag? Ogopogo. Correct answer. The legend of Ogopogo comes from the First Nations people of Canada. The story goes that a murderer was cursed by the gods and cast into the lake to live as a lake demon for eternity. Um, just do a couple more. The first female to climb Mount Everest was from Canada. What's her name? Hazel Findlay, Shauna Coxie, Sharon Wood, or Angela Eiter? This one I don't know the answer to. Give you a hint and see if that helps. Her last name comes from a tree. That's more than a hint. There's only one. Bidley, <laughs> Coxie, Iter, or Wood. I think we have to guess it's Sharon Wood. Oh, and it is. Yeah. Sharon Wood, that's more than a hint. That's the answer. Sharon Wood decided to share her experience as a climber after taking the journey up Mount Everest. Today, she is a motivational speaker who speaks on subjects of leadership and courage. Um, last question. What is unique about the restaurant in CN Tower? The aquarium, a glass floor, the dinner theatre, or the train? It's CN Tower? I don't know. I've never been to CN Tower. This is, this is, this is information that uh, even I'm going to find interesting. I can give know. you a hint, but it may just say something with wheels. <laughs> we, we can, the um, train? <laughs> I, I don't know. It says you can see. Oh, you can see through it. I think that must be the glass floor. That, I guess you can see through the aquarium. It's either the aquarium or the glass floor. Which one do you want to go for? Uh, glass floor. It's the one that I obviously thought, yes. Opening in 1976, the CN Tower was the tallest building in the world for over three decades. Located in Toronto, the building stands 1,815 feet tall. Well, we have a revolving restaurant here, which is... Oh, that's lots better as well. I hear. <laughs> much better, much better. Do you think they might send me something if I promote them? <laughs> If I said you something. Oh dear, oh dear. I gotta go now! Bye! Gotta go! Bye! Goodbye, 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 goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, <laughs> What's going on now? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, um, uh, uh, Ryan, it's very, very nice of you to come back on the show. I, I, I do apologize for getting Uncle John. He gets quite out of hand sometimes. I'm getting pretty used to it. You don't need to apologize. Uh, well, I, I, I gather that he turned up in space, so, you know, in space no one can hear you scream. It seems appropriate when your Uncle John shows up. But, uh, oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, do you have any nice plans for the rest of your weekend? Uh, nothing particularly exciting. As I was mentioning earlier, my my city is kind of buried in snow, so there's not a ton that I can do. So it's getting warmer today. It's, oh, it's only minus four today, as opposed to the minus thirty-five that it's been for the last few months. It's practically livable outside. <laughs> you can go swimming. <laughs> it's beautiful. Go to the beach. Go to the beach, sunbathe. Work on yes. my tan. Yes, yes. I think that that is. Uh, um, that, that 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 sounds like a good plan. I think. Um, uh, I, I uh, excuse me if I don't join you though. So, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, I, I, I better I better let you go. I, I hope you uh, don't get um, don't don't get too cold. You don't want you don't want ice ice icicles hanging from your nose. <laughs> I will try my hardest. It was nice to see you, Cromedy. Uh, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Very good to see you too. <laughs> Come to you. There you are. There you are. Um, Ryan, are you, are you, uh, are you um, getting beamed back? Is it, it going to beam you back up, uh, back, back to, back to your home? Is that, is that? Um, I think that was the plan, but I haven't yeah. heard from him in a little bit. So I know no, it's fine. You're waiting for a little while. No, we'll, so he'll be, he'll be along in a minute. But I hope you don't meet his son. Uh, he's called, <laughs> I, he's called, I hear he's a handful. Yeah, he's called Ark. And um, uh, and yeah, he's he's very into Stephen King, very into Stephen King. Um, yeah, <laughs> he looks very much like Ick, but with a sort of villainous moustache. But it's fine. He's he's not he's not a bad lad, really. But uh, we're just getting used to him. That's all. Yes, yes. You know, uh, it's difficult. You know, we 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 were expecting a, a cute baby, instead we got Ark. But uh, there you go. Oh, well, oh, I think I can see it coming now, so we better not talk about it. <laughs> okay, uh, right. Yeah, I think we better go. We better go. Um, anyway, thanks again, Ryan. Anyway, thanks again. Anytime. Yeah, see you again soon. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> and then there's the episode where Paul laid an egg. <laughs> yeah, he did. There was a dragon in it. That was a wonderful episode. If that slime ball alien ick lays a slimy tentacle on me, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fit. That's right. Yeah. Five hundred and twenty-two. Now that one was funny. Five hundred and twenty-two. Five hundred and twenty-two. Five hundred and twenty-two. Oh my God! Is this show over with yet?